Cymbals are a key part of a drummer's equipment, and what cymbals a drummer chooses to use in their setup is an important decision to make. This could depend on the size and weight of the cymbals, the way they are designed and constructed, or even what style of music the drummer will be playing. Anna Fraser is a session drummer and had to ensure her cymbals were the right ones for her performances. I play for a singer-songwriter called Erin Bennett for a wedding function band and I sometimes play for Tinderbox Orchestra. It's like a contemporary sort of orchestra. I've got Turkish hi-hats that are 14 inch, a 16 inch Crash, a Sabian AEX and a 20 inch K Virgin Ride. They're like half laid down and half hand hammered. They're quite versatile, I think. My rides may be a bit too washy sometimes for some of the stuff I play, but it's good because I can crash it really easily. I'm having to play like really poppy songs and sometimes really rocky songs for like the orchestra and the function band. So it's good. Anna has mentioned two processes. Lathing, the act of turning the cymbal on a lathe to shear off some of the metal to alter weight and tonality, and hand hammering the cymbal, which also changes the cymbal's final tone. Graham Whiteside, who works for the popular drum store Drum Central in Edinburgh City Centre, stresses the importance of these processes. Yeah, it makes a massive difference. Hammering literally will tune it, you know, so it's getting the note out of it, whereas the lathing will give you more decay, less decay, however you want it. This is not to say that hammering and lathing are the only things that can radically change a cymbal's sound. Some crash cymbals have been made with gaping holes in the cymbal itself, and Graham was happy to explain what this does to the final sound. If you think of an effect cymbal like a china cymbal or something like that, it's a much trashier sound generally, very punchy, but very quick decay generally. So what the ozone's given you is something that is kind of in between a crash and an effect cymbal like a china. So it's a very trashy sound. The shock's trying to go through the whole cymbal, but these are kind of sending the, the shock waves all over the shop. So it kind of gives it more spread of sound. So less poke in the eye, more slap across the head. You might now be thinking altering the sound of a cymbal requires either great measures or heavy machinery, but there are similar changes that will make just as big an impact. Even cleaning a cymbal will make a difference, but is it better to polish them or to leave them to the elements? I wouldn't let them like totally rust, but I don't think on the cymbals I have now I would use like cymbal polish just because I've done it on ones before and it's made them really tinny. But if I see like a little bit of like green coming up, I'll like just rub it off with a tissue just to get rid of it, but I don't think I'd polish it. Anna feels that polishing cymbals makes them too tinny. What about Graham? I've never cleaned a cymbal in my life. If they want it really shiny, it literally will brighten a cymbal up. I quite like all the phone grooves to be filled with blood, sweat and beer. I just think it warms the cymbal up, takes the more harsh sort of frequencies off the edge of it. It seems both Anna and Graham find it better to let the sound of their cymbals evolve naturally. Does Graham have any final advice for looking after your cymbals? Key things, try and let the cymbal do the job it's designed for trying to make a 16-inch crash be a 20-inch crash and you're absolutely welting on it. It's never going to get any louder because you hit it twice as hard. It can only do what it does. And it's a very common thing to happen that people will be looking for more volume out of a cymbal that it just cannot produce. Drum kits, you can, cheaper or expensive, you can change that sound. Cymbals, you get what you pay for. They just can do what they can do.
Make sure you hit them correctly so our ride's going to be able to take the sticking on top. Crash, you want to come across it, you know, you don't really want to hit an edge. All that happens is the shot goes right onto that edge and then it can't go anywhere. So it just takes the stress off that hit so they tend to break on the edge quite quickly there. If a symbol is just to do what its original design intended, then maybe we better not start drilling holes in them. So there you have it. It appears that a lot more goes into the sound of a symbol than what you might have originally thought. Narration and score by Christopher Laidler. Thank you to Anna Fraser and Graham Whiteside for their time and wisdom, and thanks to Drum Central for use of their stock.